0: Welcome, and thank you for joining the Society for Clinical Research Sites for SCRS Talks. I'm Jimmy Bechtel, SCRS's Vice President of Site Engagement. SCRS Talks is a unique program that allows our partners and those we work closely with to take a few minutes to address issues of industry concern, share some exciting achievements, and learn more about our community. In this installment, we're going to have Walter Storm, the co-founder and CEO of Aspen Insights, talk about their recent joining of the SCRS Global Impact Partnership Program. Let's take a moment to meet our speakers. Walter.
1: Uh, thank you, Jimmy. Hi, I'm, uh, I'm Walter Storm. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Aspen Insights, as Jimmy mentioned. Uh, my background is aerospace, defense, national security, and cybersecurity. Uh, Spent some time um, working at a hedge fund as well. So, pretty broad background, understanding a lot of big data problems, understanding issues on finance and how finance drives uh, value in data, and um, how to actually solve real-world problems at scale. So, uh, in in that space, we were able to uh, basically do what we called uh, all-domain data fusion, where we took a lot of data from sensors that are on the ground, in the air, space, sea, land, cyber, uh, and basically put that data together to create spatial and temporal views and patterns of life to identify potential uh, threats to a warfighter. So to make this practical, we were able to uh, identify potential uh, IEDs on the side of the road or analyze um, different tweets and uh, Twitter feeds or other social media activity to determine potential social uprisings. So a lot of those technologies are uh, very you know, very focused on, on big data uh, systems, a lot of information from all these sensors, as you could imagine. And we realized that a lot of the core techniques are very domain agnostic, uh, which means that we're able to apply them in many different ways. Uh, and so we came over to the healthcare space to address Uh, the problem of clinical research and figuring out how to find uh, the right patients for the right trial at the right time. And surprisingly, these techniques were able to fit in very well uh, with processing the massive amounts of unstructured healthcare data that exists uh, in various disparate systems. And so that was really the origins of Aspen Insights and how we got started uh, down this journey of, of clinical research
0: a very interesting background and unique i would say not a lot of of us that are in research come from research right we all kind of get here uh in a in a roundabout way but yours is definitely a unique story for how aspen insights um was was kind of formed and and how you got into this space so so thank you for that Um, You know, Walter, we're really excited to have you all as part of the SCRS Global Impact Partnership Program. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience about your organization and in particular why you all decided to join that GIP program?
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, So so being, you know, coming from the aerospace and defense sort of background, uh, our, our team has always been very mission focused. Uh, And so we were able to come into this uh, really focusing on uh, the core elements of of problems um, that that exist in clinical research, real pain points uh, that we heard firsthand from these clinical researchers. Uh, and so we decided to put this stuff together and build some you know core building blocks uh, with this data fusion that we talked about, uh, integrating data from multiple EMRs, imaging documents, those sorts of things, uh, and realizing that it's just just really a a big data problem. Uh, and so uh, ultimately, you know why we decided to become a GIP member is when our clients started winning awards for you know the highest enrolling sites. Um, it, it really got us excited. There was, There was one vaccine study that we did uh, where the traditional approach, they would have you know kind of searched the EMR for this vaccine series and you know, in this uh, pediatric database, there were about 45,000 potential hits, you know, just based on simple you know ICD10 code type searches. Uh, but when you started digging into this particular trial, uh, there it was pretty intricate. There were a lot of temporal aspects to it. So, for example, the patient had to have been at least like 10 years old when they had their first dose of this vaccine, it had to be at least four years ago, but not more than six years ago, and they had to be 15 to 25 years old. So, you know, there's all these temporal aspects. And so if you're going through the EMR trying to do this math and look at the records, there's there's you know, A, no real way to search these things in the EMR, uh, and B, even if it were in a database, it would be a fairly complex structural query if you wrote it in like a SQL-type language. Uh, And so we were able to develop an algorithm that actually took this temporal view of the data across this longitudinal view. uh, And in those 45,000 potential subjects, we narrowed it down to 1,200. So there were only 1,200 that actually fit all of the key criteria. And we're like, wow, this is this is really cool. You know, we thought it was going to work at first. You know, some of our clients were really excited at getting the technology in their hands. Uh, but when they started winning these awards and, and just totally, you know, just dominating in terms of enrollment, we're like, okay, this this is bigger than we thought. We got we to gotta get the word out. And, you know, meeting you guys at SCRS and learning about the GIP, it's like this, you know, it's time to make a global impact and what, what better way to do it
0: absolutely right when you have a solution like you said that you're starting to see evidence behind and that is starting to be successful uh and you want to take that to the next level is really some of what i heard in in what you shared with us uh, and get that in front of the sites and then hear from the sites how you can continuously improve the work that you're doing there uh, and the gip program is exactly how you do that so that that's fantastic walter you know as well as anybody else right site sustainability having joined SCRS, site sustainability is the number one priority of what we do and of the partners like you, why you join into what we've done at SCRS. What does your organization feel about listening to the site voices and why is that important to you all? why, what, what, Again, why does your organization feel listening to those
1: voices is important for what we're trying to do? Yeah, good, that's, that's a good question. Actually, it really goes back to, you know, what I initially led off with about being mission focused. Um, having that mission mindset uh, really helps us understand what what these issues are um, from a sustainability perspective and enrollment perspective even more specifically. Uh, and so our, our core values are really about, you know, all around, you know, doing what's right, Respecting others and performing with excellence. So that may not might not sound technical, but it's like those three pillars. Um, you know, when, when you take a mission focused view and do those things, you, you start to put the customer first. You start to put the needs of the sites first, and then come with the solutions to fix it. So understanding these pain points and basically showing how these solutions create a real. What what I would call like a durable competitive advantage for any of our clients uh, is really exciting, and and when we make our clients look good and perform, uh, that's just so so rewarding for us because we we really believe that the people that are closest to the problems understand best what will solve it. They might not know how to solve it because people don't know what they don't know. There's a lot of you know technologies that we bring to the table here that really aren't very prevalent in the healthcare space even even with some you know big people that have been around quite quite a while uh, and so being able to understand the needs of the sites understand what their true sustainability issues are how do we resolve them and give them that durable competitive advantage is is really cool right the the alternative to that the opposite way of approaching it is is developing technologies in a vacuum uh, and solving the wrong problems there's there's been a couple examples of this uh, out in the healthcare space where you know they they use these technologies to either predict you know a course of care or try to tell physicians what to do. and that just that goes off the rails pretty quick. And so being able to listen first, uh, understand what those sustainability issues are uh, and bringing the right you know technologies to the table is just uh, really really how we do things.
0: Absolutely. Well, one of the big things I heard from what you just said was, the success of your customers means success for you guys, right? If if what you're doing enables the sites to better do their jobs, then that is a win for you as well, which is a a focus, as you said, towards the latter part of your, your answer there, A focus that we lose a little bit, right? When you start to focus in a vacuum onto solving the problems and you don't listen to the people that are actually using the technology, it's when you start to bump into these problems. And I know you mentioned healthcare as a setting where you've seen this before, but narrowing that down even further, research is a setting that we've seen this happen time and time again. Where the sponsors and the CROs and even the technology companies start to develop these solutions, and they haven't traditionally listened to sites. So you taking this step and and being part of the the GIP program is is an answer to that challenge.
1: Absolutely, right, right. And we're we're really focused on these these grassroots at roots efforts. You know, we generate excitement at this grassroots level. And people go elsewhere uh, and they think, oh, man, we we need the Aspen platform here. Like, I can't operate. How do you guys even work without this? Like, that's that's how you generate excitement in, in the community. That's how you generate uh, real value. And, you know, yeah, it's, it's success for us. But really, it goes back to, like I said earlier, about doing what's right, respecting others, and performing with excellence. It's like when you get that reward of just making someone perform at a level that, that wasn't previously possible. That's just rewarding. And, and when you do those things, you know, this, the success just kind of follows from it. And so, you know, that's really not at the forefront. It's really about delivering that value um, that, that makes it a little bit different.
0: I couldn't agree more. Everything you said there is it really resonates with um, the program and and with, uh, with what SRS is doing. So that's, that's fantastic. Speaking to successes and and the the future, um, what, Sort of initiatives or programs is uh, Aspen Insights working on that you're excited about that might be kind of innovative and at the forefront. And with that, how will those solutions or programs impact our research sites?
1: Yeah, so that that's and these are good questions. So kind of building off what you know what we're talking about. Um, so th- this we'll get a, a smidge technical. Uh, so we're we're actually implementing a, a new data architecture called a Delta Lake or or a Lambda architecture. Um, it, it's really built around uh, this kind of advancing our scale wide technology, uh, but in a way to support um, different types of of al- cohort algorithms. So we notice that there's a pattern to finding patients for for trials and stuff, and so by developing this new architecture, we're going to have better integration and feedback with different CTMS systems. Um, there's some some gaps in different CTMS systems when it comes to uh, scheduling, when it comes to tracking complex finances, because, you know, when when our clients start <laughs> winning more studies and, and performing, there's, there's a lot more work that comes with that success. Uh, and so we're kind of working on these things to help, you know, alleviate that, that, stress that comes with winning so many trials at these sites that use the technology. And so the benefits that the sites are really going to get out of this is uh, a lot of reusability in some of these patient trial matching algorithms. So they're going to be able to store uh, different libraries of, of cohorts and matching components that fit their specific therapeutic areas and studies. So if you're, you know, say in a, in a women's health um, environment, uh, you you might have, you know, a standard criteria of, you know, females 18 to 25 years old not taking a contraceptive and and blah 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 uh, and so, you know, if you were to manually search that all the time, there's hundreds of different contraceptives, um, you know, and sometimes the trial will say it could be, you know, you could be on a device contraceptive, but not a combined hormonal contraceptive. Uh, and so the technologies that we have allow us to abstract those words uh, so that, you know, you could actually put those types of phrases into into the search and save these libraries off so that you could, um, you know, basically have out of the box your standard cohort of you know, 18 to 25-year-olds that are only on device contraceptives. Uh, And those could be reused, and that reuse comes, you know, saves a lot of, you know, effort and stuff. And it really allows us at Aspen uh, to share bespoke solutions with our sites uh, for feasibility and matching, so sometimes a site might not have an analyst that you know understands the technology, or sometimes the protocol might be you know fairly complex, or might require us to process uh, some imaging, uh, and so we're able to uh, actually create some of these bespoke solutions uh, much quicker and at scale, and share them with the sites. So uh, you know, really, that's that's really the cool the cool things that are coming down the pike. That you know, again, coming back. You know listening to the sites, listening to the pain points, uh, that the things that they need, the patterns that we've noticed, and just kind of answering the mail with um with these initiatives.
0: and that's the important part. again, emphasizing the value in listening to the sites and navigating and 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 moving through that feedback and the needs of the industry to develop some of those great solutions that you just talked about. so that's 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 exciting for I think for everyone and uh, especially the sites. So thank you for that. Looking beyond that then, what do you see for the future of your relationship with SCRS and through SCRS, the sites?
1: So we we really view that as a as a, a platform to really listen to the true needs of the community. Uh, we we really, you know, other than going out to these different conferences and, and pounding the pavement and, and you know just kind of trying to listen as we you know onboard new clients and stuff, that's that's good. And we we hear our clients needs firsthand. But there's so much more out there, and to have a platform that you know reaches out to the sites and is very focused on that as a mission, really aligned with our goals and and our you know philosophy to this. Uh, and so you know the future here I see is being able to leverage your community and and your mission to really hear what those needs are, uh, roll those back into real valuable solutions, and share those solutions with the sites. You know, and I'll un- basically unlock their dark data and just dramatically increase increase enrollment so it's really um it's really our 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 goal and our vision
0: and i think that goes to support a lot of what you said so it's really it's it's really a holistic message from you guys out to the entire site community on we're here we're here to listen we're here to make your lives easier and we're here to uh t- try to quicken the pace at which we bring medicines to patients
1: yep absolutely
0: so as we begin to close here walter it's been it's been a great conversation uh quicker than quicker they they always seem to go quicker than we uh we can imagine but what <laughs> advice sure. what advice do you have for any sites that are interested in working with you guys and and with that how how could they get in touch with you right if they're interested to learn about what you are involved in or the programs that you guys have uh, both current and in the future
1: yeah so i guess the 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 quickest advice right right out of the gate uh, is really be ready to handle an increase in in patient volume and quality subjects and be ready for much lower screen fail rates um, we notice that you know as 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 our clients get these deluge of, of quality candidates uh, they're not always they're not always ready for um, you know for that kind of performance so so be ready. Uh, focus on patient outreach and messaging, uh, reinforce any of your relationships with your referring physicians uh, because this is this is really powerful stuff, and it's really, um, you know it's 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 really important because we we need to educate. Uh, the patient population and really get that bitter taste of COVID out of the environment. Uh, we, we notice there's, you know, <laughs> clinical trials have gotten a lot of press the last few years and not all of it has been great. And so I think there's there's got to be a concerted effort across the board on, you know, educating the patient population, under, you know, kind of re-educating on what clinical research is because it's always been sort of a niche and, and not everyone, you know, unless you hear something on the radio or an ad, you know, kind of blasted across the TV, Late at night, not many people really know uh, all the care and, and effort that goes into this um, and how important uh, patient safety and outcomes are. So, you know, like I said, be ready for the volume, educate, you know, the patient population, and, um, and, and be ready to go. Uh, to get in touch with us, you could email us at info at aspeninsights.com. Uh, you could check out our LinkedIn, Aspen Insights, or you could just email me directly, walter.storm at aspeninsights.com. That's walter.storm as in lightning and thunder at aspeninsights.com.
0: Great, Walter. Uh, exciting things happening uh, with Aspen Insights, and we are so lucky to have you join the Global Impact Partnership po- Program. So uh, thank
1: you again for your, for your time today. Proud to be a part of it. Looking forward to seeing what we could do.
0: All right, everyone. Make sure that you register for our upcoming webinars and discussions by visiting our learning campus, as well as our other SCRS publications and other SCRS talks episodes for our members in the publication section of our website, myscrs.org. I appreciate everyone's participation in today's program for tuning in and look forward to having you join us for more great content coming out very soon. Thanks for listening.